Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. I'm Kathy Holland, and as always, honored to be joined with my co-host, Stacey Johnston. How are you today? Oh, hi, Kathy. I am wonderful. I'm in the process of, of transition. I'm driving from, from New Mexico to Texas, and so I hope I'm, I'm sounding clear through this whole recording, but honored, as always, to be here and do I love these conversations. I do too. I uh, I really enjoy everybody's different perspective on just a single word. You know, it's very intriguing. I think, yeah, I think until we really started this, I never really thought about how one word could have so many definitions for so many different people. Yeah, it's super cool though. I mean, it brings out a totally different perspective a lot of times. I love it. So. Today, if you're ready, I would like to bring our guest in. Today we have a very special guest who is a returning guest. Um, Her name is Bridget. Bridget, how are you today? I'm doing amazing. Doing really, really lovely. How are you both doing? Doing great. Glad to have you back. Me too. Thank you. So, Bridget, today we are going to deep dive into the word destiny. I love that word. (laughs) It feels perfect. (laughs) When you hear destiny, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? A path. A path that is given to each of us individually and a path that we can so choose to follow because we have free will. I love it. What about you, Stacy? You know, I think I, when I hear the word destiny, I think of so many things. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that grand overall design, right, that there is, a, there is a place and a point that we are put here to reach and goals that we are put here to do. And free will, just like Bridget said, is the choices that we have along the way. So when I think of the word destiny, I think of it being the sum total of the choices that you have made up to right now. Right, and and where that's going to take you. I'm also a firm believer that coincidence happens on purpose. And so as we walk through that destiny, people go, do you believe that happened? That, that, what a coincidence. I think that is part of that grand overall design, and that, that to me is destiny because coincidences happen totally on purpose in my brain. And when I hear the word destiny, the first thing that comes to my mind is purpose. Um, you know, everybody is here for a reason and you were designed for a purpose, you know, and I feel like if you don't seek out that purpose and fulfill that purpose, you will always feel like something's missing, you know, and your purpose determines your destiny, I think. But I think that, I think it's one and the same, you know, your your purpose leads you to your destiny, which is the end game, you know? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. How about you, Bridget? How does that make you feel? Yeah, I love all this. I think, I think destiny is also this higher intelligence, all decided, pre-decided plan for us, and I love that we have the, the choice to live out our destiny or our purpose. And I do believe that this is part of our highest calling, as humans in this world, 
And I do believe that the highest destiny that we all have is one of service, it's one of kindness, it's one of um, collectiveness and humanity. I do believe that that's to be true. You know, I think people, humans, don't give themselves enough credit. You know, we're powerful as individuals. And when I say powerful, I don't mean like we shoot laser beams out of our eyes or anything crazy. (laughs) But, you know, your actions and your words speak volumes. And you don't realize how important those are along your path towards that destiny. You know, you can speak speak your dreams into reality. You can speak your wants into reality. You can hope them and pray them into reality. And that's, that's the power that we have as humans. You know, we have the power to, to pray and meditate and think and decide how we're going to go about reaching that destiny and that purpose. I like so that. I think a lot of people cut themselves, you know, they sell themselves short. Mm. I like that. You know, I I think sometimes people hear the word destiny and they go, oh, that's your destiny. And they put this air of doom almost on top of that word, right? And so that that destiny sometimes is, oh, it's just my destiny to be alone or it's just my destiny to be single or my, right, to be non-parent or whatever it is. And so they take that word destiny and they turn that into something that is heavy, or that is dark, and I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think the more time that we spend actively engaged in trying to figure out how come the grand overall designer decided the world needed one of me, what's my purpose, what's my job, what's my, what's my goal, what's my reason, what's my why, and I think the more time you spend looking for that and following that and owning that, then that destiny is not a doom word. Right, you're not doomed to your destiny. It um, so I want to make sure that we keep a positive spin on it. Right, we've got free will and we've got all those choices, but I think sometimes that destiny is is pre-designed for us in that grand scheme of things, and it just depends on the path we take to get there because we're going to still end up in the same spot. How? <clears throat> right, there's there's so many paths to get to that place, and so I think that's where. We're destined, we have, we have an option sometimes to turn it into a, a word that's about doom and about the dark side, and I don't think that's true. I think destiny can be a, a beautiful thing because it lights your why. I think you just said something important there, too, because it's not to say that we aren't faced with challenge. At many moments in our life, we do have this entire spectrum of emotions on the human experience, on this human journey, from grief, anger, sadness, to joy, to love, to bliss, to connectivity. And I think what we need to focus on is not allowing those moments to be the definition of our destiny. Instead, using those moments as understanding, as part of the journey, as what can I learn, what is this here to show me, okay? And then from that, moving forward on your path. And I think, and I I said this last time when we all talked This is why I feel community is so important because it can feel very alone when you're in these challenging times that can feel dark and and heavy. But if you are supported and around others who can just hold you a little bit higher, who can help you see the light, who can ask you questions and remind you that 
everything is changing and shifting always, and that's a constant, you can kind of move over onto your destiny and realign with the destiny path. So let me throw a stick in the spokes and ask you a question. How relative do you think destiny is to fate? I personally believe that we come into this life with karma, with samsaras and things that happened in other evolutions of our existence. And I believe that some parts of the past are quote-unquote fate, but I also believe that we have a very high destiny, each and every single one of us on this planet. And I also believe it's what you focus your attention to. And it's what you attune to. Because I do believe that we all have a purpose. We all have a destiny of helping and service to others. And I believe that we have things that are quote-unquote faded, but it's what you perceive from that and what you get from it to then continue on the destiny path. Great question. Mm-hmm. That is a really good question. I think that's a really great question because I think, again, when we hear the word fate, right, oh, that was their fate, that was my fate, we tend to put a a negative connotation on that word where I said, oh, it was just fate that had that made that happen. And I, I think that we, again, have to be careful with the lens with which you see the world, right? If you, if you, you have to take sometimes what happens to you, even if it's, even if it's bad, and it's hard and it's a struggle and you're really having to work your way through it. There are these nuggets of gold and this light and these moments of wisdom that come to you in that journey, right, that, that take you to that next place. So, and so I think fate can be like destiny. If you believe in the grand overall design and that the things that happen in your life and the circumstance and the people and the moments are all part of that grand design, then isn't that true for everyone else? And if that's true, then who did destiny or fate or circumstance put into your world? Who did they choose to walk that journey with you? So many we ignore. We don't see who is put in our place maybe to bring us that lift up or that shine or that light because we have this, this focus and we're trying to stay on the dark side of those words like didn't and destiny. So I think fate is, um, again, I think it's just part, it's, it's the culmination of your grand overall design. Do you, do you, either of you feel like maybe that is why when you ask somebody how they feel about destiny, it feels so overwhelming because they confuse destiny with fate? Absolutely. I agree. Yes. And I think there's fear around that. And as much as, as many times as we talked on this podcast about what fear can do, that it creates barriers and boundaries that we put in and we block those blessings because we let fear be bigger than our belief in that fate or our belief in that destiny and our belief in the end of that grand overall design. And I think this is why and where the importance of a higher intelligence, a higher power really does come in because there are some things that happen on this earth that are extremely challenging. And let's not deny that. But if we believe in a grand overall design, I love the way that you're putting that, too, Stacey, um, it's all okay. It's all okay. It's all okay. And if we always can choose love over fear, then I believe all is well. How about you, Kathy? 
right, what's your what's your definition of differentiation between destiny and fate? I think fate is what you're given and destiny is what you make of it. Mm. Very good way to look at that. Playing the it's how you play the cards that you were dealt. Mm. Mm. So simply put, I, I like that. Yeah, me too. I like it just clean and simple, right? I mean, we all have them, right? We all have this deck of cards that we're dealt, just like as a child, right? When you're, when you're children, when you're babies, when you're born into this world, you don't get to pick it. You don't get to pick your family, your circumstance, your social standing, your economic standing, your, any of those things. It is our very first lesson in tolerance and adaptability. The only thing, though, you do get to control is who you become from that. Right. And, and so many times we have, look at little children that are find themselves in a situation of abuse or neglect, right? It's very possible that someone will come along in their life and go, you know, this is your life. This is what, this is what you got. This is the cards that you were dealt. You might as well own it. And I don't believe that that's true. I believe that even though you can't write a new beginning, you can definitely write a new ending. And the one thing you can control is what you become from those circumstances. So you can control that destiny and that fate by, by how you choose, what you choose to become from that. This is making me think about how we're all so deeply inspired when we see this, this journey or a story or we see something on the news of someone who, quote, unquote, came from nothing or challenging circumstances and created something of themselves. Because I do believe deep within each and every one of us, there is this, like, nudge and this inkling that that is possible. But just like both of you are saying, we have to make that choice of who we are becoming, of who we are attuning to, of, of what is true for us and what actions ultimately we take to create and live out our path and our destiny. Oh, I agree. I agree. There's so much power in accepting that. You know, I think as a, as a parent, that takes me to keeping, keeping the fire lit in your children, you know. I was listening to some people talk the other day about where they thought the turning point was. You know, because when you're a kid, you're full of dreams and you're full of all of this stuff. And then somewhere along the way, somebody tells you that that's, you know, that's, that's ridiculous. You know, people don't do that kind of stuff. That's a, that's a pipe dream, you know. And so mm-hmm. they start stomping out that fire at a young age and replacing it with, you know, people go to school. They become doctors, lawyers, you know, A, B, and C. And they kind of let society mold their their outcome for them and I think as parents we have the responsibility to to feed that fire mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. that's where passion comes from and if you don't have if you, if you lack passion then you lack the ability to see the difference in fate and destiny mm-hmm. I, I really love that point I think more than once through this, my question to some has been as we work with children, right, one of the services that I do as a coach and a trainer and a speaker is I work with youth. And I watch, I'm watching my grandbabies grow up at the very same time, 
right? And my question has been, where does that wonder go? Because they're absolutely fascinated with everything. They want to know. They are sponges of information. Where do the stars come from? How does the world work? Where did that crocodile come from? How come he has a big tail? Everything is fascinating to them. And then when you're working with junior high and high school kids, we're encouraging them to ask the questions again, to bring the wonder back, to bring that, that question about the world back into their life and be okay with asking the questions. So just like you said, Kathy, who shuts that down? Where does that wonder go? And how do we, as, as mentors, as those people they're looking up to, how do we keep that wonder alive so that we don't have that struggle in junior high and high school and early college? Well, hey, ask the question again. Right, because then I think, like you said, I think pushing that or encouraging that, that destiny, that positive aspect on it helps them to believe that they have a purpose too, different from yours. And that quest, I think, yeah, I think it's so important that we recognize that for those people coming up and those watching this. So how do we model this? How do we verb this word? How do we model it? Uh, you want me to go first? Okay, so how do we model this? Uh, I really believe in being the change you wish to see in the world, and I'll just come back to something I noticed early on in my entrepreneurial journey. I started asking people, you know, well, what excites you? And that was a hard question for people to answer. And it leads me to everything that you just say, were saying too, right? How as children, we are so inspired, we are so curious, we are so playful, we want to know more. And we have to continue asking these questions to not only the children, but even the adults, because it's them who are, we've shut this part of ourselves out. So I believe in being endlessly curious. I believe in dwelling in the realm of unlimited potentiality, because if you understand the quantum and this higher intelligence, there's no, there's no end to possibility or potential. And if we can remind and inspire and activate and have conversations like these that, that do kind of spark something within someone's self to ask themselves, yeah, what does destiny mean? What do, what do I really like to do? What lights me up? What sparks joy within me? What did I enjoy doing as a kid? We can start to be the change we wish to see in this world. And I'm just going to hold that highest high of what I believe to be possible, which is every single person on this planet has gifts, talents, and abilities. You came here for a reason. We came here to help one another. We came here to understand love. We came here to do good things. And we came here to have powerful conversations like this. I love it. What do you think, Stacey? Oh, I, I love it, too. It's, I have so much fun, and I get so intrigued by these conversations. And I think that's really our goal in this whole show that we do on Wednesdays is to open that door for people to hear the conversation and just think, hmm, how does that work for me? How does that word play into my life? Right? I think that's why we call it midweek mind candy. You know, that little piece of hard candy you're going to kind of suck on all day. That's what we hope that this is for people is, is that little thing that gets in their brain and they just keep thinking about it. Right, and come back to it and go, oh, let me take that one more time. What is fate about for me? What is destiny about for me? And uh, that's really our, I think that's really our goal, and that's why I love these conversations. I agree. I think that um, to verb it, we have to 
make a subconscious attempt to mind our mouth. You know, especially around children, you know, we can't say things to them like, dreams don't pay bills. Yes, they do. Yeah, amen. Just have to be able to put in the footwork, you know. So I think that the change, just like you said, starts with us. Mm -hmm. We don't believe that they can. Why on earth should they? These are important times in history to to start right now, to start with us. I, I truly believe that change is not coming from outside of ourselves anymore, even government, um, anything outside of ourselves. We have to come and find whatever that is and make a choice within ourselves to lead healthier lives, to lead richer lives, to focus on powerful conversations and relationships and connections and do more things that we enjoy on this planet. Because if we do have a destiny, we all know that our destiny isn't forever, quote unquote. We aren't going to be here forever. So I do believe that it has to start with us in these very moments. And I hope that anyone who listens to this is like, damn, I'm excited. I want to do something. I want to think about this a little bit more. Without stop, right? I I totally love these and I get completely into them. But I feel like we are about to hit a place in our day where we're going to have to close out. Am I coming through clear, ladies? Yes. All right. So as as tradition would speak, I'm going to go first and I'm going to say I'm going to challenge our audience this week. Ladies and gentlemen, take this word destiny. Own it. Feel it. Speak it. Pray about it. Think about it. How does it play into your life? How do you verb it? How do you model it for those coming up under you? And how do you live your destiny? Kath, how would you like to leave us this week? I would also like to leave a challenge, and I always do self-inventory challenges because I think they're super important. But I would challenge you to think back and go back and try to try to figure out when it was or what was said that changed your path. Not by choice, but because you thought it had to. Beautiful. Beautiful challenge for our audience. Bridget, we would be honored if you would take the stage for the last 90 um, I would love for everyone to write the word destiny on a piece of paper to just close their eyes and sit with that word for a little bit and really ask themselves what that means. And then from there, say, what can I do today? What is one small thing I can do in this very present moment today that brings me one step closer to whatever it is that I believe my destiny is? 